this is take two because I like 27 seconds into my first recording I already messed up uh, because I'm recording in front of my wife and that makes me very very nervous because for whatever reason I get embarrassed recording in front of her even though I know she's going to listen to this later <laughs> so if I get a giggle attack it's because she's next to me judging and holding on to every word hanging on to every word I say uh, but <clears throat> this week I wanted to talk about well I wanted to get some things off my chest uh, that I've been holding on to from work and I don't like complaining about work I really don't because I work with some incredible people some of the greatest guys on earth actually uh, it would be damn near impossible for me to find another job with better people my brother Brayden, he always tells me that I'm screwed because uh, I can never leave my job because the guys I work for are too cool. And he's right. I really could never go find another job with cooler guys. But with that said, and I'm never going to complain about the people I work with, just sometimes the, the tenants that I deal with or prospective tenants in this case, you'll, you'll hear tonight. Um, but something about getting this stuff off my chest is so therapeutic and it just feels so good it's like when you confess something to your bishop and it feels like a weight has been lifted off of your shoulders and i don't know if you guys are like me but when i was younger anytime i would confess a sin to my bishop i feel really really good until he would ask now when was the last time you did that Devin?" And it kind of catches me off guard, and I'm thinking, oh, I, I didn't know there was going to be a follow-up question to this meeting. I didn't realize this was a Q&A. And so, really, it's hard to say the last when the last time was. It was so long ago, I can't really remember when in your head you're like, it was yesterday. But I think that the rule is, is like, as long as you tell a majority of the truth, you're good. At least that's what I was always told. Uh, granted, it was me telling myself that, but it's like it's kind of like this: when you when someone asks what time it is and it's eight twenty one, and you're either going to say like it's eight twenty or eight twenty five, that's not the real time, but it's close enough for them to get the point. Uh, and if any of you guys are looking for me to come and talk to the young men, <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> no, but back to my work. So I have a few pet peeves that I've picked up in property management and this I guess isn't just in property management but just like phone etiquette is huge to me so I get I will get people who call like five times in a row and I'm on the other line or doing something where I can't answer my phone so back-to-back -back phone calls drives me nuts I'll almost never call you back if you call me five times in a row and don't leave a message clearly it's not important enough for me to pick up um, I also have this theory that a phone call should never be longer than 15 to 30 seconds long. If it's any longer than that, you're wasting my time and your time. I guess if it's an emergency, it's okay to take up to, up to 45 seconds long. Shouldn't be longer than that. Um, the next one, which is kind of ties into this, is people wasting my time. I'll have someone who calls me and says, hey, what are some qualifications to get into your home? And I say, well, 
you have to make three times the monthly rent and income. You know, I don't want you to have any previous evictions or judgments on your record. Uh, your credit score's got to be around 600. No aggressive felonies. And they'll stop me and they'll say, well, okay, I don't meet those qualifications, but the reason I don't is because this, this, and they go on to tell me their entire life story. And I'm too polite to say, hey, let me stop you right there. I don't care about your life story and I don't care why you don't qualify. I care that you do or you don't qualify and you don't, so don't waste my time. But without fail, I'm not, I'm not bold enough to say that. So always like 12 minutes later, I'm like, yeah, sorry, nothing I can do for you. Another thing that I learned is in property management, me particularly, I'm kind of paranoid. So I don't like people coming into my office. I can't, I can't logically think of a good reason for someone to come into my office. There's a thousand things they could do before it is necessary to come into my office. You need to pay your rent? You can do it online. You need to submit a uh, work order? You can do it online. You can call me, email me, text me, write me a letter, Skype me, FaceTime me, anything before you come into my office. And people will just, would randomly stop by and say, I need to talk to the landlord. I'm like, oh, you don't just get to drop in and I'm free to talk to you whenever you want. I'm as in demand as a doctor, so schedule an appointment. I'll take your insurance, see if I even cover it, and then I'll talk to you. But no, they just, they always come in and like, stop, just call me or text me something, anything but this, please. There is, I guess, one reason you should come into my office, and that's if, like, you're gonna pay me cash money rent for a year in advance. And I've had someone do that, pay me literally like $24,000 cash for their rental home for a year. And yeah, that's not something you're just gonna drop off. So those are some of my pet peeves. Um, I had this week, oh, sorry, one, I had, I had somebody call me this was, oh my gosh, this may have been close to a year ago. He, he applied for a home and I, I pull his application and he, he had just got out of jail for like assault. And I said, hey, you don't qualify, dude. You have an aggressive felony on your record and you just got out of jail. And he goes, this is bull crap. I talked to you beforehand. I'm like, dude, I've never talked to you in my life. And... He goes, well, what's your name? I'm like, I'm not telling you my name. He goes, well, what's the address to your office? I'm like, and one thing about me, I am not like a fighter and I will run away from confrontation unless it's like a really, really old person and they're not confrontational. And so I'm just like, dude, I'm not telling you my office address. I'm not telling you my name. And he goes, I'll find it. Bye. And hangs up. I'm like, shiz, this guy's gonna come freaking kill me. So I called the police and gave him his phone number and home address and driver's license number and they went and talked to him. The guy's probably still looking for me. The next thing is Google reviews. I hate Google reviews. They're the worst because there is no way to verify what people are saying is true. You can get some psychopath to to log on, leave a review saying like, I murdered their puppy. And I just got a one-star review because some liar posted that. 
Um, and you, you'll only typically get like people who are biased on both sides of the spectrum. You'll have like those extremely disgruntled people who you can't trust just because they're angry people, or you'll get like five stars from current employees who work at that business. So like, you can't trust it really. Rarely will you get a middle of the road, honest review. And in property management, you only get negative reviews. No one ever gets on and says, I'm so like five stars. I'm so grateful. They fixed my AC in under an hour or I'm so thankful they picked up the phone at six in the morning and fixed my leaky toilet. Or I'm, I'm thankful that they provided me with a payment plan for eight months in a row so that I wasn't evicted. Like no one ever gets on to tell me thank you for the favors I pull from. In fact, I asked some people once to do that, leave a positive review. Literally someone with like two evictions on their record and, and I had like waived a couple of their late fees. I said, hey, would you be willing to, you know, leave a good review since I, I worked with you? And they go, hey, sorry, man, you've been, you've been just terrible to work with. Sorry, I cannot do that. And I'm like, hmm, okay. I'll remember that next time I, you ask me to waive your late fees. <laughs> but it, it, yeah, it just, it's so dishonest, these reviews I had. <laughs> Some of them are funny. Some of them are genuinely like super, super funny. For example, I was reading a review once where this guy, he was talking about a coworker of mine. He was mad because they took his mom's security deposit because she had trashed the home and just was going on about how we're terrible people, slum lords, take the deposit. And at the end of the review, he goes, and on top of that, the next day after they took my mom's deposit, she went missing. Is that a coincidence? I think not. And I'm like, no, dude. That is, by definition, a coincidence. We, do you think we just stole your mom because we want to keep her? I, don't, I wouldn't even know what to do with someone if I kidnapped them. I don't even know what to do with myself. Um, then, this is another one about my coworker. Oh, this one cracked me up. It was so funny. He, was, he said that my buddy who I work with should work at waste management because he's trash. <laughs> Oh, it was clever, so you can't be mad about it. Then I had this couple leave me a negative review after I had gone and walked their apartment after they moved out. I get there and she goes, oh, I am so glad you're here. I had just finished cleaning. I was cleaning for 12 straight hours. I'm like, oh, great. I love hearing that. It means this place is going to be spotless. First closet I open, boom. Clothes still in the closet. Toys in, in another room. Toilet not freaking flushed. Food was literally still in the oven. And the walls were caked in dust. I'm like, and I'm, I'm pointing all these out to her face. I'm like, you think I, I'm blind and not going to notice these things? And every time, I don't know how I missed that. I don't know how I missed that. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you did not. I don't know what you were doing for the last 12 hours, but it wasn't cleaning. It, I couldn't even dirty this place up like you have in the 12, in 12 hours. And she gets on and leaves a review and says her and her husband, her husband wasn't even there. Freaking clown. Have fun working at Verizon the rest of your life. He says, don't rent from these people because they are, they're the most dishonest and unprofessional people on earth. Um, 
<laughs> she says, I left my home immaculate. Please, lady, do not use the word immaculate unless you actually know what it freaking means. <laughs> and I don't even expect your home to be immaculate. I am happy if I don't feel like I need to burn my clothes and wash my eyes out with bleach after I walk through your home. Like, my standards aren't crazy high. And these people, they bugged me particularly because it was, to me, it was so obvious of how disgusting their home was. And so there's a little website called Prank Hotline. It's amazing. You get three free tokens every day if you sign up. And on their website, they have this feature where two, two phones can call each other. So what you do is you enter in the people's phone numbers and it will look like It'll look like I'm calling my wife and she's calling me. So I'll answer and say like, hey, you know, why did you call me? And she goes, I didn't. You called me. So funny. Their reactions every time are so funny. So I, I prank called these people every week for about a year straight. Maybe a year and a half, actually, because they had bugged me so bad. Uh, I really, really need to learn to let things go. That's why I have this podcast. <laughs> But then other times you'll get reviews from people who you never actually did business with. And that happened to me this week. <clears throat> I, had, I have an apartment that's for rent right now and this individual wanted to go tour it. So I said, hey, that's no problem. It's a self-showing. Go look at it anytime. So they go out and look at it and... <clears throat> I don't know what it is. They seemed fine on the phone. They loved it. They wanted to apply. And I don't know what, I mean, I guess there's a few reasons, but it seems particularly as of late that people are kind of going crazy. And I get it. It's the holidays. Um, seems like COVID's never going to end. Governors are so power hungry. Andrew Cuomo, you pathetic excuse of a human. I'm talking to you. So people are super high strung and this lady maybe is one of those people, but she views the home, loves it, applies for it. App comes back. I review it immediately. Has four judgments, a bankruptcy. Um, yeah, four judgments and a bankruptcy on her record. Oh, and she stated that she earns $0. Then her husband's application has a repossession three collection accounts, and a felony for armed robbery on his record. It Perhaps the worst application I've ever received. It's like they literally don't qualify in any aspect of my qualifications. <laughs> so I let her know. I say, hey, I, I'm so sorry, but I can't approve you because you have these judgments on your record and, and you don't meet our requirements. She then goes off on me, like snaps immediately stating she's you know i've never been evicted or owed money ever in my whole life uh she was going to file a complaint with the bbb against me for her not paying her rent on time i guess and me making her aware of it and i said hey you know do what you need to do that's fine good luck in your search looks like i dodged a bullet her being the bullet that i dodged <laughs> and she goes she said uh and i'm quoting here you think that, but my income good and I'm clean. So you think you dodged a bullet, but you just got me a solid lawsuit. So you dodge a bullet. 
I went to the office and they don't know why that's there. And my social media follower over a hundred K and word of mouth is everything. Keep in mind, like <clears throat> I'm quoting her. This is how she talks. Look her up on social media, by the way. <laughs> she literally has like 12 followers. So, and even if she had hundred K, I do not care because her app is horrendous. And this lady digs even deeper and sends me a photo of her bank account with $3,000 in it and says, don't talk to me about my income. I almost just responded in all caps and said, whoa, but I'm not going to egg on this psychopath. And I'm just thinking like, hey, congrats. You almost, almost have enough money to pay move-in costs. And that's if you pay every dime in your bank account towards it. Then she sends, she sends me a photo or a screenshot of a negative review that she left for my company. And I, I'm going to read it word for word. Just know this is exactly how she wrote it. I don't talk this way. I actually made it past kindergarten and understand basic vocabulary. And I'll, I'll comment on some of I'm going to break her review down a little bit. <laughs> she goes, and I quote, I called and spoke with Devin me who showed me a place I left him know of my husband felony okay few things no you didn't I didn't actually show you the place and left him know what the heck does that mean okay and she continues I am SMI seriously mentally ill in parentheses patient and my clinic helps financially if needed okay first of all seriously mentally ill is an understatement of the year eh. to continue right now I'm doing great with my face mask business and my husband works okay I guess the word great can mean different things for different people again sorry I should read this without interjecting but I can't help myself she continues it's hard for me to read this to be honest because of how poorly it's written she goes, there is things on my rent report that not supposed to be there and as well as husband criminal record. Not supposed to be there because you don't want it to be there and not supposed to be there because you didn't actually commit a first degree felony are two different things. And, and now, by the way, you have just let the whole world know on your Google review <laughs> about your SMI your rental history and now your husband's felony so who I, I mean I get okay yeah you're seriously mentally ill I get it she continues he meaning me didn't want to see any of the documents courts documents that we had to show that is incorrect when I said I was gonna report to the BBB and ADA he took that as a threat and called me a bullet he dodge <laughs> Oh, lady, you are crazy. You never offered any documents. And to be honest, I really wouldn't want to see them because of how you're reacting. She goes, he's very unprofessional. I would never use them again. I wouldn't even let them manage your property. If, if I was you, look how they treat people. So this is this lady's crazy review about me. And I, I, I honestly crack up thinking about like her talking to one of my investors. I would pay I would pay good money to have her read or like tell my investors this, like say, hey, you, just so you know, 
your employee wouldn't approve an illiterate bankrupt robber with four judgments on her record. They would, th these, my investors would either adopt me, put me in their will, or give me a raise. It's like, this is exactly what I'm paid to do, is weed out whack jobs like you. <laughs> then she goes on to text me two days later, uh, screenshots of her judgments that she, that she paid. Says, I just want to send these to you and prove you wrong. Like, this has been on her mind for two days. She actually went to the effort to find these papers showing she satisfied the judgment, which is great that she did that, but she had said she didn't even have them. So did they exist or not exist? Because technically you just proved my point. Well, I'm really, really glad I got to get these things off of my chest. And stay tuned for next week. New episode will be dropping on Monday. We're going to be trying to get more into the Christmas spirit, so it'll be a little bit more upbeat and positive. How do you think I did, babe? She just gave me a thumbs up. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. See you next week.